Welcome to a podcast about wealth and life. We all know that our finances play a big part in how we live our lives. In this podcast, the advisors from Foster and Motley share insights and information about investment and financial planning topics and how they connect to your life. It's a new year and we continue to adjust to an ever-changing new normal. But don't give up hope for stability. The folks at Foster and Motley haven't. With me this show is a voice you should recognize, Zach Horn. And with him, please welcome a new voice, Nick Roth. I'm Patrice Sikora. All right, gentlemen, it is 2022 and we are still dealing with the impact of COVID. But Zach, how are things at Foster and Motley? Things are well, thank you. Happy New Year to you, Patrice. And while 2020 was a year that certainly tested everyone's resolve, 2021 was a year that that tested our patience. And so getting through 21, we were hopeful for some return to normal, hoping to get out and about with friends and families, go to dinner and events again and travel. And while some of that happened for a little while, our new enemy COVID couldn't quite move on. And so we've met the challenge. We did so last year and we continue to do so this year of working with our clients in new ways to, you know, get around the added problem of you know not being able to meet face-to-face on a regular basis. So we, as a company, early on, were an adopter of the technologies that were necessary to work with our clients in a remote way and to allow our employees to work remotely. And we've continued doing that this year as well. Probably increased our efficiencies in a lot of ways by utilizing technology. And we've made it you know easier than ever for our clients to, to get in touch with us for meetings, for check-ins, and they do so now virtually or in the office when COVID issues permit. So we actually have clients in 34 different states and some living overseas. And so this is nothing new that we have to communicate from afar. And now we're just leveraging the technologies that we're all being forced to use a little more often to keep in touch with clients. All right, now Nick, you're a new voice for us. How long have you been with Foster and Motley? Hi, Patrice. I've been with the company for about four years now, and it's been a great four years so far, and I'm happy to be joining the podcast team here and getting to know you a little better. All right. Well, yeah, what looks like your team has continued to grow despite all the issues with 2021. Tell me about that. Absolutely. 2020 was a record year for us hiring. We hired five new people in 2020, and we decided that we just had to beat that in 2021. So we brought on six fantastic new team members and have promoted a few more. But the new team members we added to our technology team. So James Combs has joined us as the Director of Information Technology. Our tax team continues to grow as we provide that service to more clients. So Karen O'Sullivan has started as a tax manager. And around the office, we've just needed more help. So Susan Koenig has come on as a CSA, Connie Hartman as a CSS. Sarah Conwell is managing our bonds and helping the investment managers on that side. And Megan Lyons has bolstered the financial planning team as an associate financial planner. So six new faces for us on the team. And you're not done yet. Not done yet. We have two more that we're actively hiring for and potentially more here in 2022. So we're looking forward to continuing to grow our team and providing the services that our clients need on a day-to-day basis. So you're still building, Zach. Tell me about that. That's correct. So we definitely are growing. We've been very fortunate the last couple of years to see growth in spite of some market turmoil, we actually have seen people, you know, question their plan or the communication that they're getting from their current advisor. And so with that uncertainty has led to 
more clients coming our way. And we've actually seen a record number of new clients in each of the last two years. So accordingly, we've hired and continued to build out our team to serve our clients well. So I will say that the vast majority of new clients, new prospects that we meet with come from referrals from our existing clients. So that is quite a, a huge, compliment to you. It is incredibly so. We thank them for their trust, not only in allowing us to serve them and their financial needs, but to our clients for trusting us enough to introduce us to a neighbor, a friend, a coworker, et cetera. And we take that very seriously. And so we continue to grow and add staff to increase our support for our clients to make sure that we can serve an ever-growing client base well. Now, it's interesting that you should be growing so well during a year when a lot of things went remote. Yeah, Patrice, that's been an interesting dynamic for us. As Zach mentioned, we've grown more and more efficient as a company. And a lot of clients at this point over the last few years, we haven't met in person yet. We've had exclusively Zoom meetings and creating those relationships and, and those bonds and understanding clients' needs in a fully remote way has been a learning curve for us, but we've had great success with that. And I'll just add that we don't think that these remote meetings have replaced you know, the importance, the value of face-to-face -face meetings. So that's certainly our preference still. And as we work with clients, those that are able and willing to meet in person, you know, we're here to do that and, and just really expanding the way that we can service our clients in office or remotely so that, you know, we can meet their needs regardless. 2020 was a lousy year. Okay. We all understand that 2021 wasn't much better. What were some of the major themes that came out of the year for your clients and you? Well, let's start on a high note, a positive note, and, and it was much better in market returns. So when we come up on the end of the year, everybody wants to know, how did we do? How did the market perform? How did stocks do? And 2021 did not disappoint in that regard. So the U.S. stock market ended the year with a greater than 25% return. So just a tremendous year for the stock market. And you know that doesn't negate that the last two years have been volatile in many respects. It hasn't been all upward moving markets, but investors and our clients have been rewarded for their patience, their discipline, and trust in a long-term approach to investing. And we continue to focus on that, even as we look now into 2022, and we've seen market volatility early on, but the best path forward is always an eye on long-term returns from an investing perspective which are much more predictable and, and work in investors' favors and not getting too consumed by the short-term noise. How do you do when you look at the markets and they're going up and down and up and down so much? Well, it can be difficult. That's part of what our clients hire us for, right? We take the emotion out of investing. So we meet with our clients up front and get a good understanding of what their risk tolerance is and then have a diversified portfolio. So it's not just stocks that are being owned in portfolios. So when those assets are going up or down or whatever they may, may be doing, there's other investments, bonds, even international stock, alternative strategies that we use that are moving in different directions. So we're trying to reduce risk while still performing well long-term and getting the returns that are gonna meet our clients' needs through retirement and through the remainder of their lives. And so that, and again, taking the emotion out of it and sticking to a disciplined plan of rebalancing, which it sounds so easy, sell stocks at high prices, buy stocks at low prices, 
but it's very hard to do in reality when people get spooked by the markets. But that's the approach that we take to help our clients. Right. All right, Nick, tell me about the financial planning part. What were people concerned about last year? You know, Patrice, a lot of times people are concerned about their financial plan and financial independence, but markets were up for the majority of the year last year. So those weren't the kinds of calls we were getting. Uh, a lot of the calls we were getting were around things being talked about in Congress. Estate planning and, and estate tax was a significant topic last year. And especially for our largest clients, the state tax exemption is, last year was $11.7 million of assets that you could pass on to someone else without needing to worry about estate tax. But Congress was talking about bringing that number back to somewhere in the five to $6 million range, but that ended up not taking effect. They couldn't get anything passed. And so that was a big topic of the year that we helped clients prepare for that ended up being a, a non-issue by the end of the year. But we prepared clients and had those conversations so that if the topic does come back around, people are ready to address that issue. Okay. How about tax reform? We're always talking about taxes, Patrice. <laughs> Everybody wants to know how their taxes are going to be impacted when a new administration takes over. Uh, and that was a hot button topic as well. There were fears that Congress was going to target investors specifically, specifically the capital gain tax rate, and even the potential of taxing unrealized gains, which would have been an unprecedented step in the American tax code. Similarly to estate planning, these talks ended up fizzling out and nobody could agree on anything, which sometimes is a good thing as tax rates remain relatively low and investors are still the beneficiaries of preferential tax treatments, especially around capital gains and qualified dividends being at 15%. So well, what other topics were, were hot? I mean, inflation toward the end of the year, that became a big topic, but that and what else? Inflation continues to be a big topic as it has lasted now into 2022 with no signs of, of pulling back too much at this point. So the Federal Reserve last year had utilized the phrase transitory to describe inflation as, as something that, you know, was here one day would be gone the next. And, and that clearly hasn't happened. And in fact, that that phrase has been relinquished to the garbage can even by the Federal Reserve. <laughs> so inflation is a big deal. How high is it going to stay? And for how long are things that are just unknowable at this point in time? But it certainly is impacting investments. It's impacting costs of goods and, you know, impacting mm -hmm. lifestyles for individuals that, that have to spend more money to, to keep up with the rising costs. So it's something that we'll continue to talk about, but it is not something that is, um, that, that we think is going to go any, away anytime soon. And the government has recognized that inflation is an issue for people, uh, which has resulted in the largest cost of living adjustment in Social Security since 1982. The COLA for Social Security this year is going to be 5.9%, which is a significant increase to people's benefits, uh, especially the people who are most likely retired and not earning income. This will be a, a nice windfall for them and, and support the economy in that way. And in addition to inflation last year, some hot topics in the investment world were you know, IPOs, initial public offerings for companies, SPACs. Most people had no idea what a SPAC was, but a special purpose acquisition company. Those became kind of the new form of IPOs. So over a thousand companies went public 
went public, excuse me, which will go down as a new record for the market. The previous record was set in the prior year in 2020. So it's been wild from an investment standpoint and just, you know, what's gone on in the last couple of years in the, in the face of COVID and the pandemic. And a lot of money has been chasing a lot of risky stocks and more so than, than we've typically seen in history. It's been compared somewhat to the tech bubble of the early 2000s and, you know, for know what happened there. Yes. The tech bubble burst and, you know, we're not predicting that, you know, things are going to completely implode necessarily, but there are certain stocks, expensive companies, cryptocurrency, things like this, that just ran so hot, so fast that we're starting to see deflate a little bit. There were the meme stocks of GameStop and AMC stocks that became popular because of chat uh, apps on you know on cell phones and on computers where people would uh, come together and, and talk about a company that was being shorted by the market being essentially you know selling a stock that you think is going to go down in value and there were the retail investors that kind of rose up and decided they were going to go against the institutional investors and these stocks did incredibly well for, for a, a relatively days, for a, for a relatively yeah. short period of time and now they're roughly 75% off of their high prices that they were at at one point in time. And some of those retail investors are going to find they are on the hook for a bit in taxes on that stuff. That certainly is the case. That can be the case. And so really what we've seen is a market that got a bit over its skis, I would say. And the early volatility we're seeing year to date is a little bit of kind of a snapback to reality. All right, we are now in 2022. What do you guys see ahead? What do you anticipate? Personally, Patrice, the firm is celebrating a big anniversary here. We are celebrating our 25th anniversary in 2022 since Mark Motley and Dave Foster founded the firm. So that's a big milestone for us it's and we're huge. looking forward to some celebration. That is great and congratulations on that. But you're still there and, and, you're, and you're growing. 25 years and you're growing. Yeah, Patrice, we've already talked about adding new team, new members to the team and that work and, and those team members have pushed and, and worked hard to be recognized locally and nationally for being uh, good stewards to our clients. So we were recognized again in 2021 as a best place to work in Cincinnati. We were a finalist in that award and Advisory HQ ranked us in the top 12 financial advisors in Cincinnati. So Locally, we were really proud to be part of those rankings. Is that all? Is that all? No, I'll add to that that we had some national recognition as well, which was great. So FA Magazine, Financial Advisor Magazine, has an annual ranking of registered investment advisors, and we were ranked nationally in, in the top 240. And then it probably, probably to us, one of our more meaningful recognitions that we've received the last three years running is that CNBC is a financial advisor top 100 list nationally. And we've been a part of that for all three years. That ranking has been in existence and we were the only Cincinnati firm here in, in the third year. So very proud of that. That is awesome. How does it make you guys feel working for a firm like that? Well, we do feel very fortunate. It, we have an incredible team of people that work extremely hard to do everything they can for the benefit of our clients. And then of course, you know, all thanks goes to our clients for trusting in us, working with us. And we have wonderful relationships with lots of many people, lots of people that we get to celebrate their successes with, and we couldn't ask for anything else. So we've been very fortunate. 
Gentlemen, how can listeners reach you? Listeners can reach us by visiting us on our website, fosterandmotley.com. All right, Zach Horn, Nick Roth, here's to a great 2022. I look forward to speaking with you again very soon. Listeners, to make sure you know when the latest episode of this podcast is ready for you, all you have to do is follow us and share with friends and colleagues. I bet you they will appreciate it. Ratings and rankings from publications and rating services are not a guarantee of future investment results and are not intended as a testimonial or endorsement of Foster & Motley as an investment advisory firm. Foster & Motley never pays a fee for recognition of a rating or ranking. The criteria and formulas used by publications to rate and rank an investment advisor are generally based on data provided by the advisory firm, and not all investment advisors provide data. Each publication provides details regarding the criteria they use. Please refer to fosterandmotley.com for criteria specific to each rating or ranking. Thank you for listening to Foster and Motley, a podcast about wealth and life. Click the subscribe button below to be notified when new episodes become available. The information discussed and posted represents the views and opinions of the guest and does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of Foster and Motley. The content has been made available for informational and educational purposes only. The content is not intended to be a substitute for professional financial advice. Always seek the advice of your financial advisor or other qualified financial service provider with any questions regarding your financial planning and investments. Foster & Motley is not affiliated with any third-party providers. Any mention of a third-party provider does not imply an endorsement of that provider. If you decide to utilize a third-party provider, you do so at your own risk.